Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. Cross the line in three, two, one. Hello, my Impact fam. Welcome to episode 92, holy lord, of the Talking Nonsense About Impact Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jeff. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, so uh, no matter how you're consuming this, I want to start off by saying that. No matter how you're consuming this, if you're watching uh, live right now, twitch.tv uh, backslash DNIW channel every Sunday, live 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, or if you're watching this on YouTube right there after uh, 10 p.m., no matter if you watch this now or three weeks later, we love you, we thank you. We are uh, in the top three. The last episode is in our top three all time. Everything we do here is because of you guys. We love you. We thank you. Uh, one fan at a time, one friend at a time. And we really mean that. Uh, look at the numbers there. I mean, besides for Twitter, where IO's killing it. Shout out to IO, by the way. Um, we're rocking, we're rolling. Uh, and Impact is doing the same for a time that seems to have a, a little bit of wrestling news. Uh, it, there's a lot going on in the world of Impact Wrestling, one reason or another. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about with that. We'll obviously hit up the YouTube comments, the power rankings, see where they lie. Uh, we'll go over Impact on Axis TV, talk about a few hot topics, and then I'm going to give you a little sneak peek of uh, Max's return to the show. I'll get you, uh, we'll slide over there at the very end, go to the Impact Zone. Uh, yeah, very clever, right? <laughs> no. It's all, right. uh, it's all fun. That's what this is. This is all nonsense. All a good time. Uh, if you're checking us out for the first time, make sure you hit subscribe, follow all that jazz. But I don't want to talk any more about us. I want to talk about Impact Wrestling. So let's go into that. Let's get into, let's get right into it. Hey, Dottia, what's going on, buddy? Uh, oh, yeah, and shout out to all the YouTube comments. As I always say, we're about to hit up YouTube comments and the chat as well as that I try to hit up during the show. Uh, it takes a lot of you-know-what uh, to come out of your show, write uh, whatever question, comment, concern you have regarding us, impact, or whatever in between what's going on. What's going up, my buddy? Long time to see, it feels like. Um, but it, whatever you guys do, whatever you put out there, whatever comment uh, or, or text you give us, DM, we appreciate it. Uh, as I was saying, it takes a lot for it to get uh, for you to put it out there, get critiqued live on air, and the possibility of someone shitting on it. So we love you guys. Before we get into YouTube comments, I want to give you that disclaimer. Uh, as I always say, you guys are the lifeblood of the show. Between the comments and the chat, uh, we thank you. We love you. Let's get right into it. All right. Oh no. Like I was saying, uh, Parkside 7, uh, anytime you watch the show, anytime you consume it, if you stop a week, if you go three weeks in between, as long as you come back and say hello, we're happy, uh, or it's all good. We don't do this for uh, we don't do this for the numbers. We appreciate them. It's just like the Nielsen ratings. But uh, <laughs> all right, let's get into this. All right, here we go. Metal Lazy 25. Any relation to 99? We'll see. All right, uh, glad the Ultimate X match is back. What uh, that should be sick. I agree. Uh, let's get into that. I think Giselle Shaw should have been in the Queen of the Mountain match since she lost the tag title match. I think being in the ring with the top knockouts would only help Giselle improve more. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good point. One, I want to, you know, obviously say the Ultimate X match um, uh, being, we're going to talk about that, obviously, when we get into Ace, when we get into Impact, and Kenny King taking the win there. 
Um, you know, it's a staple of Impact Wrestling. I saw some comments of it being overdone. I, I just feel like even if you had one yesterday, uh, Ultimate X is not only an awesome uh, game changer of a match, because you really don't know what you get, right? You could get something really good. Uh, you could get something really dangerous. You could get something uh, historic. You don't know, but either way, it's going to be fun uh, one way or another. Either talk about it or talk about it afterwards or watch it. So it's always a good time. Um, the Queen of the Mountain match with Giselle, I understand wanting to put her uh, with some ring vets and get her that way, but I think the tag division's really smart in what they're doing. I know everyone was iffy about Divalish. Uh, love the name. I don't know if they're together. I don't know if that's going to be the thing. I th we'll get into that and how uh, the commentating team really set the tone for what that relationship may or may not be. Um, but as far as Giselle, I, I think she's one of those people that uh, you invest in, right, long term. And I know there's a comment, uh, well, actually, let me get right into that as well, because they kind of blend into each other. Darker Sides uh, 22, what's going on, my friend? I really liked how Shaw has looked, and as uh, much as I like Mia, I'd rather promote Shaw as their next big star instead of somebody that could just be auditioning for AEW, just saying. Yeah, no, um, normally you know how I am about that, but I appreciate your attempt at wording it kindly. <laughs> um, no, it's it's a fair point. The thing is, is the same with Giselle. Say she signed for two years, is that a year and six months of hot-shotting her and giving her uh, the push right away and then her booking it in that you know extra time frame or Mia doing the same in six months? Once again, with Mia, I feel like this is her home. She said it's her home. If we take care of her and let her shine the way uh, she only can um, with very little help needed, I think she'll make a decision on her own. And if she doesn't, hey, it was good to have her back. I, I get the the point, um, but we have to decipher when is the what kind of contract will, will you guys eventually say, okay, we can invest in them. They're here for longer than X. So that's what you've got to really figure out. Is, is the TV product the best TV product um, out there? Is that what you guys care about? Or do you care about the length of someone on there? I know that's always something we talk about. We'll get into that. And that's why we dedicated a whole segment uh, in Max's return dedicated uh, to that topic. But um, with Giselle, I, I think the knockouts, you have a, a few different ways. You could give them the Masha push, right? They come in, they face uh, some local talent. They destroy them. You build them up that way. Uh, you could give them the newbie, the newbie feud, which is what I think the newbie, newbie uh, feud with uh, Giselle and Lady Frost. They kind of had that and that... Uh, you know, back and forth. And then it kind of went into this direction with uh, Alish, which I think this is a perfect division for Lish. We don't want her, uh, as much as you guys complain about the acting or whatever, look, uh, she's got a personality. Um, you know, she's over with, you know, most of the fan base. Uh, she's a quality person from, uh, you know, with, uh, from what we've seen and, and heard. I think she's a valued part of the locker room and, and to have some people, and there's nothing wrong with that, that's where I'm about to get to as well, uh, with Giselle starting off or sticking within and building that uh, knockouts tag division that you guys keep complaining about. Now, I, I saw a comment that was deleted, maybe because I responded to it, uh, but uh, that said something along the lines of why waste uh, them getting together only to have them lose right away? Because I don't think Giselle's finished, uh, the end game is with Divalish, or, or and maybe it is that combination but maybe they needed a, a little boost, maybe a managerial, uh, some help. So let's be patient with that. Let's see what happens there. Uh, but as far as Giselle, I think giving her the time to mix it with some veterans like Madison Rain, who once again is a staple of this division, who I think 
and especially after these last chain of matches, really is setting the tone for the quality of wrestling that she wants in that tag division. So we got to be patient with that. And I'm still waiting. I challenge you. You guys only come back when someone, something, what you perceive as negative happens with the tag, knockouts tag. Waiting to fail, waiting for it to fail is, is weird to me, by the way. Um, but two, no one ever came back when I said, hey, you guys kept saying we should wait. Wait, wait, wait on the tag division. We, we, you know, Tony was literally ripping us off right beforehand. Uh, WWE was bringing back theirs through the NXT and so on. Um, the fans were saying, why not now? Why not now? And then now that we got it, we wanted to wait for depth. But I challenged you, and I'm still waiting for someone to give me the four, uh, we'll say, women's tag teams that have been established that you can name off the top of your head. In the in the in the existence of wrestling profession, I don't think you can, because it is a new thing. And with the same with the digital media championship, you need to build it. Is it the way you want it to be built? Maybe not. It's going to take some bumps and bruises, but we'll get to the end game. Is all the same, right? All right. Well, let's keep going on here. Metal Lazy Twenty Five again. How do you determine who is a draw and impact, and is based on rating shirt sales, uh, live event pay per views? So this is uh, obviously, I, I think. Metalazy, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure you will. Uh, <laughs> this is in regards to the the comment I said about Willie Mack and, and loving Willie Mack, but you got to figure out, you know, through impact, and that's the answer I have. I would imagine a business has some kind of formula or at least numbers that they look at, a draw sheet that they look at to say, okay, what is this person's worth to us? And what have they brought to the table since being here. Love Willie. Um, you'll see when we talk about the Impact Zone, the segment with Max, that will be every week, 15, 20 minutes at the end of the show, where we'll get into free agency and, and what we think uh, everyone should be graded on. You know, Is the person good on the mic? Does the person have character development already in place where you don't have to invest a lot of writing and, and team into building and getting some... Um, something out of of a wrestler um what is their value what is their what is their ticket set or not ticket sales what does their merch sales look like what do their twitter and social media following look like all those little big things that really add to the, is it ratings no i think nielsen ratings I, I know the nielsen ratings are a dying system i've said that since day one nielsen ratings matter to me just like the <laughs> numbers here do i want bigger numbers for impact yes do i want bigger numbers here sure at the same time that's just an added bonus. Still on my TV, it'll, it's still making a profit. Just because Impact doesn't gloat the numbers doesn't mean they don't have them, but it also doesn't mean that they're crushing it. Um, and, and at some point you have to, what matters to you, right? Is it how the company's doing or the product that they're putting on in front of you uh, and how you perceive it? So, uh, but in regards to that, yeah, we'll get into that, uh, you know, in, into that deeper, but I think with Impact, it, they have to be smart. They can't throw or retain someone for the same big money they brought them in on um, or that the person wants just because they've been there and we want to keep you know pieces that have been there a while. Um, you got to you gotta balance out. You got to weigh it out. There's Chris Rock, by the way. Um, but uh, yeah, there's more. We'll get into that. It's a great question and we'll talk about that later as well. Uh, off the top ropes podcast what's going on guys under siege was greater than backlash 100 to each their own to each their own but i would i did not see backlash so i cannot say but uh i'll take your word all right so 
once again, if you guys have any YouTube comments, hit us in there. Uh, Fade to Bland 20, you had one as well. We'll be hitting that actually in a hot topic, so thank you for that. Um, but as I always say, I'll read anything you guys put as long as you come out uh, kind. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'll read them. Once again, I'm not looking for people to agree with me all the time. I'm looking for us all to have the same end game. And that end game is having a uh, positive community with Impact Wrestling uh, killing it uh, in whatever way you want it to go. All right, so before we get to Impact on Access TV, I already mentioned to Tia who's in there, uh, her partner in crime, Bert. You could catch them every Monday uh, for our extended power rankings, uh, go-go power rankings, which talks about the stats, the really cool thing on percentage average, the average position, all that jazz. Here it is. Check it out. Number 10, Sammy Callahan. Number 9, Tag Team Champions, the Briscoes. Number 8, Tag Team Champions, The Influence. Number 7, The Stone Pitbull, Ishii. Number 6, Chris Sabin. Number 5, X Division Champion, Ace Austin. Number 4, Kenny King and Honor No More. Number 3, World Champion, Tasha Steeles. Number 2, Number 1 Contender, VVD, Zarek Young. Number one world champion, Josh Alexander. All right, guys, what do you think? I know the GoGo Power Rankings team will be happy. Ishii is making it up his way up there. Uh, obviously, what was almost a five-star match, according to Meltzer, um, you know, coming off of that, and then on top of that, having another tag match. Um, and just killing it, man. Killing it. Love to see that New Japan influence there. Do you guys agree? Once again, if, if you don't agree, you can write us at Tina at W Channel or at Burt Macklin 11. Uh, DM us. Jump in there. Literally, all you have to do is rank 1 through 10. <laughs> right after the show, before Saturday, uh, 5 p.m. So uh, hit us up one way or another, and you guys can make a difference there. And let's get right into Well, actually, you know what? I do want to mention... so. With, with that, the influence finally getting on there. I know I always back up the, the the tag division and tell you to give it time, but I really think they're establishing something there, man. I know they're heels and everyone doesn't want to see them or they don't want to see them, be, not because they're heels, because they don't want to see them. Um, but I think you need to kind of buy in and establish a team there that is the, the place setter, and I, I think that's them. Will we keep adding more? Yes, Decay, maybe. Yes, of course, Savannah and Tasha, whoever uh, Giselle ends up with. I think you keep bringing people in that way, um, and it, it'll only get better. But I'm glad to see they're getting some love there, and they're not in the 10th position or something crazy, because they are tag team champions. Let's put some respect on the name there. All right. Um, let's keep going here. Let's get right into Impact on Access TV, the rundown. Man, uh... A lot in this show. Uh, obviously, let's start with BTI, as we always do. And uh, I always preach this. Look, before I would say I, I would never watch BTI, um, because as a, as an Impact fan, you're, you would be watching <laughs> a recap of the, of the previous week. But if you're not an avid fan, so this is out to the, the casual fan there, and then also to, to the avid fan. The, the chemistry, I, I feel like no matter what you think about Josh, let me say that first. What you think about Josh, Josh fits. Like, this is exactly where he should be. 
Um, it, it, him, his chemistry with Gia is great, and you know how I feel about Gia being, you know, uh, a name. We've went through a lot of backstage personalities throughout the years, uh, and there's only about five that you can really, on one hand, count um, that have the personality to go with the interview. And what I mean by that is, people can ask a question all day, but you also want to look at Gia and see what her reaction to that person's reaction from her question is as well. And that's, I know it sounds silly and I know it sounds small, um, but in something like this where they're not pushing her and she gets over on her own like that by her mannerisms, by her actions, by what she says and how she reacts uh, and her passion, you could tell uh, for Impact Wrestling. So uh, shout out to her, but I I love the chemistry there. So I always say, check that out. Uh, Iceman Intel, on the other hand, Iceman, man, I gave him shit the previous week because uh, he, they got the titles wrong, what Deanna had left, um, you know, why they aired that, I do not know. But, uh, yeah, he's back telling us the sky is blue. I don't know. Maybe he'll be the new press secretary uh, for whoever becomes president. Um, but we get the awesome match. You always get one dope match to make you watch, right? Ace Austin, Ace Austin versus Aiden Prince was this one. Good to see Aiden Prince back uh, on a routine here. Uh, basis. Love that he's rocking the Canadian thing. Keeping my hope alive. Any more Canadians, the better. Keeping my hope alive for Team Canada. Uh, so good to see him back. And, and obviously he can go. Um, looking like he came off straight off the set of Wedding Crashers 2 or something. <laughs> Jesus, that haircut. Um, but Ace Austin doing what he does here, man. Love Ace Austin. Critical Sting. Hello, buddy. Uh, also, shout out to uh, Ace Austin still rocking it. Uh, five and above since he became X Division champion, rightfully deserved, representing us right now uh, in the best of the Super J, uh, which is dope, man. Uh, I can't say enough about that. That was going to be a whole topic, um, but I'm going to actually go a little uh, little in-depth on Ace here because, look, there was, a, there was a comment as well, and I responded, and it was deleted, so I didn't get a screenshot in, in time. Couldn't even tell you who wrote it. But they were saying in... in I don't mean this with you know any any with any disrespect here, but I don't know if you watch Ace's matches from beginning of Impact or or even now, um, and say that he doesn't do enough. It didn't say he did enough in a ring, but it was basically saying that you know he doesn't do enough uh, flips and dives and all that stuff. I'm sorry, I I can't do a Fosbury flop. If you can, then uh, God bless you. But uh, I, I get what you're saying in the sense of if this kid was going to be uh, X division guy for the rest. Look, AJ started with all the flips and moves and dives and all that stuff, and he learned. It took him a little bit longer uh, than it has taken Ace, but at a certain point, you have to tell a story. Okay, um, it, it's not a video game car crash. Sometimes you uh, want to give the fans get that cheap pop, but I think there's a beautiful uh, way of telling a story that you can take your time. Uh, let each move mean something. Keep adding to your repertoire. And I, w- I want to say that too. Shout out to Trey as well, because him and Ace, I always say, are, are you know two of our best prospects we've had in a while. AJ, or Ace, for instance, I always say uh, is the best prospect we've had since AJ Styles. I don't need an award. I'm not looking for an award. What my award will be is the fact that Ace Austin is the best pros- <laughs> prospect we've had since AJ Styles. I don't care about the rub. I care about the result. And the fact that Ace is living up to the expectation for me, he's in the best of the Super J, right? Uh, Taking, I think he's the first one since Jimmy Rave. Uh, All love to Jimmy Rave. 
um, to represent impact, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, his finisher, that was another part of the person's comment that they don't think they could hit, he could hit his finisher on bigger wrestlers. Well, his moves the fold. So there's that. Um, but I, I don't know, man. I just feel like this kid is, um, by August especially, uh, might be moving up towards that world heavyweight or world championship title. Now, does that mean he needs to win it? No. But a guy who just got his first two points in victory over Clark Connors in the BOSJ, uh, representing us on in there, uh, holding our X division title, uh, and then re-signing with us and proving he can be that next AJ, which is, uh, you know, constant development, constant growth. Um, T. Hughes right there was saying exactly. Flips are okay, but that current style means career can last longer. And if this guy is our prospect, now AJ obviously is, is a freak athlete and a, a once-in-a-lifetime uh, a, a talent, but he stayed with us for the long haul he well for the most part and he worked his way up and he collected titles and he set the precedence for what impact should be uh and i think age or ace can do that um especially if he sticks around so it's it's good to see him around and, and i hope you guys warm up to him because i i think you're really uh missing stuff here if you're if you're just hoping on more flips and dives and, and stuff even though he does those as well oh shout out to, by the way adding to the repertoire that's what i was getting back adding to his treasure chest of moves um and Trey as well as what I was mentioning, was he busted out a, a, a mid-rope uh, backbreaker, Roddy Strong-like. Uh, so that was cool to see some vintage uh, Roddy-like stuff there um, from Ace as well. So always adding to his, his, his style. All right, now getting to Impact on Access TV, uh, we start off with expanding the set, Tom and Matt in the ring, hyping up Gauntlet for the gold, doing some promo work there, which you guys know is the way to my heart. Build it up, build it up, um, especially with the 20-year library. It's not that hard to do. And I really believe uh, Tom specifically, but Matt as well, have done a very, very good job. And I, and I continuously say this, and I keep seeing more tweets about it, and I will always retweet it if you tweet it. The knowledge this guy, the prof professor-like knowledge uh, that this guy is is throwing out there weekly to make every feud, every title match, every... Uh, stipulation match. That's another important one. A stipulation match seem important, and, and for all of us to know the history. If you're a day oneer like myself, or you're a, a day whatever we're on now, just started, uh, you get a lesson learned right there from the get. So I, I cannot say enough about our commentating team. Um, and before we do that, I actually want to I want to hit that up so I can stop dodging the damn poll that I put there. Uh, I'm gonna put this out after every show, Io or myself a poll just to see what you guys thought uh, what your point of view was from five stars down to two thumbs up. Uh, what did you think of this app impact on access TV episode? 46% going with five stars, 31% uh, going with four flames, so four, 8% with three zombies and uh, two thumbs up 15%. So a little bit of me up there. Um, 46, obviously taking it, but we need more votes to, to make it reasonable. So, uh, Let's make sure we keep that up, and, and I'll make sure you guys feature there. And if you uh, tag or, or write yourself in the comment or, or of the tweet, I will shout you guys out for participating. 
All right. So next up, uh, we go right into this. And once again, Impact Booking, I really love what they're doing here when it comes to transitions. You had them in the ring. They talked about this. They talked about the Gauntlet of Gold. And then Honor No More comes out, interrupting them. And just we have those natural in front of us organic transitions compared to forced edits and cut and stuff, uh, which I'll get to one of those in a moment. I swear to. All right. Uh, but what I love about uh, Honor No More, there's a couple things, obviously. Um, one, a lot of them are impact talent. Um, yes, ROH as well. But uh, they have some kind of history here for the most part outside of Vincent and Taman. And I, uh, they'll build their own. It, it seems that way. Uh, but what I love about it is they come out and the music plays and you don't know who's coming out first, right? But every person in that group gets to establish themselves as individuals during that entrance on top of uh, uh, being a group that's banned together for one reason or another. Uh, it, so I, I love it for that reason. Two, we talk about depth. We talk about depth. We talk about depth. Uh, and we'll talk more about it in <laughs> topic five. But when you look at this team, and you say, you know, people that we need to keep around. Top to bottom of that group, you have a group of talent that can literally hit up every division and then twist it and be in a different division. Okay. Iowa as well, thank you. Uh, have quite the fan base. They do. They're, these. This is what I talk about when you're, when you're and I hate to use this as a reference. But when you're bringing up, well, I won't, but I bring up ex-wrestler compared to this, you know, a Matt Taven, a Kenny King, a, a Mike and Maria, you know, Vincent, PC, whoever it is, the Briscoes. You bring in these people that already have a fan base, that already have an established uh, relationship with the viewing audience or outside viewing audience. That's less legwork the Impact Creative has to do. Do they have to sprinkle them in, get them familiar with the team, show off what we a lot of people already know about them, including Taven, who could be a future world champion? Yes, I agree, Parkside. Yeah, you got to do that. But that's a hell of a lot less work than pulling the hell out of a promo out of someone or having to slap a gimmick on someone uh, just to get something out of them. So not only do they have that, but when this group eventually runs its course, and it eventually implodes, and hopefully, I know there's wood, they stick around. You have Matt Taven, who's a former world champion. You have Kenny King, who's a X-Division champion two-time in our company, going for a third time at Slammiversary, uh, and who is a multi-time uh, uh, tag team champion as well with All Night Express, amongst others. You have Bennett who's a former X-Division champion and grand champion, uh, and Maria, who, them alone, that packaging, they were the miracle team, right? Uh, what happens when this is gone and, and that music hits and Mike and Maria go right back to that old gimmick, right? I'm not saying it would happen. I'm just saying there's so much depth within this group, and we sleep on the depth in which we have. And, and that's why I love multi, like the Queen of the Mountain, which I'll get to, 
um, as well as the gauntlet for the gold. Well, what's the point, right? All these people, I wish they would have established a, a champion quickly. Well, with the amount of tapings we have and the way it worked out, yeah, of course we love that. But we can all agree that our world championship depth um, or development isn't to the standard of what we can say just, hey, here you go, Josh, line up, and here's your guys, right? We can't. We don't have that right now. We don't have the luxury of that. But we have the luxury is is quality over quantity and then when you put that quantity in front of everybody and remind them what kind of quality we have it's like oh shit okay so that gauntlet for the gold was uh, amazing for that reason but i digress let me keep going on here <laughs> um next up we had oh kenny king uh you know facing chris bay there mentor um versus student uh, teacher versus student, mentee, mentor, whatever. Uh, and Kenny King picking up the win here. Bullet Club kind of on a decline. Is there a reason for that? Is the Good Brothers contract part of that? We'll play around with that in a little bit. Uh, but uh, Bullet Club taking another L here. And Kenny King, with Maria's help, moving on, but still going to Ultimate Exit Slam Reversary. Next, we get Alicia backstage trying to summon uh, Giselle. What I really love here, again, with the commentating team is... Everyone's like, why are they together? I don't believe in them. Did it? And rightfully so. Do they have a chance? Why do they get the shot now? Because if you listen to the commentating team, oh, these girls don't really have much in common. Oh, they really don't might like each other. Oh, they really haven't been tagging for a while. Oh, I don't even know if this will last. They're giving you every little thing you need to know to put that doubt in your head of, oh, wait, maybe this isn't the end game. Maybe there's a reason they're losing on first title, you know, shot. Um, Maybe there's a reason that the the tag team who has held those belts consistently, uh, reigning and defending, are beating them in a pretty, I will say, um, competitive match. I, I just think when you have a commentating team like that, especially with Tom, um, you know, saying those little nuances about, you know, the position in which they are, if they should, you know, be together, if their group is really formed yet. And then when they finally hit a tag team, he's hyped. It's all about the whole product, the entire production, right? All right. Um, but yeah, then we get, uh, we get that match right after, uh, obviously influence picking up the win there, retaining the titles. We'll see what happens next. VBD a backstage promo cutting a promo telling stories telling stories Gail Kim is now in the ring telling her story and the story of Queen of the Mountain perfect timing YouTube thank you uh, Queen of the Mountain which will be a segment that kind of <laughs> so I was really confused now I see that graphic now I know I'm super confused I guess because Chelsea's on her uh, honeymoon Taya kind of stepped in here to uh, uh, to even the odds that makes sense. But what we had was Gail Kim announcing the participant participants, which would be Tasha obviously defending against, uh, now we know, Deanna, Chelsea, Mia, and Jordan. Man, um, not only is this history, uh, you know, history setting, not only have we been waiting for some form of the King of the Mountain match um, or Queen of the Mountain in this instance, look, I know everyone's quick joke when uh, LOLTNA was, you know, the big thing was, oh, so who even knows the rules? Uh, me. I know the rules. They're really simple. And if you really wanted to learn them, I could teach you in about a minute. Okay. It's not that over uh, convoluted uh, match everyone likes to make it seem. It's fun. It's entertaining. It once again expands the galaxy 
uh, if you want to call it that, or expands the arena to give these women more opportunities and things to work with. Uh, you know, obviously a penalty box, the belt, the ladder. It's going to be fun. Let's just enjoy it. Uh, I'm glad to see a lot of people here in the chat. Yes, Queen of the Mountain. Yes, cool, cool, cool. We're all on the same page. Um, the other thing I've written down for this one, I I'm glad Tasha's coming in, you know, getting back to being, coming into her own, her, her character, being back to what, what I think Tasha is, more of a, yeah, you know, like lie, cheat, steal, not on a boo-boo kind of uh, character. Nose rings falling out as I say that. <laughs> um, but uh, like that there, it's a shame she'll probably lose this match, but at least it's a, it's a great way to do it. And if she retains it, so be it. They need to keep building her up, but uh, we'll see where that goes. Uh, love the Savannah line there that she was going to be the next person. The note I have written down here for this was, I know we, once again, we talk about depth, but if these six women that were just in the ring, you know, obviously excluding Gail, if this is the, all we had for the knockouts division, I would be happy quality over quantity but the fact that we have another six <laughs> if not more uh of you know nearly the same quality or, or slightly you know i mean ty is not even in this match uh, and i could go on again you know giselle who we already mentioned maybe you know some of you thought she could be masha who lady frost this this we're deep uh we're deep so uh it was cool to see there Next up, Rich was cutting a Focus promo. I love Focus uh, Rich. I love him coming out to the music. Uh, love Willie, of course, but I, I love that Rich is going to get a chance to shine. I've been hoping that this led to a DMC title match. My hope for the DMC title, once again, everyone's like, oh, you think it's great? No, I don't think it's great, and I don't think it's uh, great that he's not defending it as much. Um, at the same time, when we look back another 20 years and we say, oh, Matt Cardona held this belt for six months, Who's really going to give a shit, besides maybe crotchety old me, who eventually will say, well, he only defended it three times. Okay. We're building a lineage. It's going to take time. You're going to want to put this belt. That's all that matters is who they put this belt on and what that person then does with it, right? Cardona's a heel right now. He's not defending it much. That's fine. But that name after Jordan Grace will be Matt Cardona. And I think after that, either it could be Rich Swan, Morrissey, depending on where you look. It's about building lineage. That's what they got wrong about the Grand Championship. They took that belt away because of the stipulation and what it was created. But look at the lineage of it. Okay, Aaron Rex. Uh, but look who's in there. Galloway. Moose. Right? Uh, Bennett. I'm, I'm missing a lot. but <laughs> um, it, It's about lineage for me. You can change stipulations. You can't change lineage overnight. So let, let's keep at it. Let's not scrap it and start over. Plus, it's a pretty cool looking belt. All right, uh, so glad to see Rich there. Bullet Club uh, intro cut. You know, it's, so here's the thing about Bullet Club. I don't know anything. I don't know if they're going. I, we don't, we're spo non-spoilers here. We always say transparent, unbiased, impact fans, and no spoilers allowed. Uh, so I know there's stuff that happened that can answer what I'm about to say, but please, I refrain from you. Don't, please don't write in the, the chat there. Um, so we don't know what's going on with the Bullet Club, right? Um but we know that their intro was cut uh, when we came back from commercial. And then from there, uh, look, I love the Bullet Club, but it's nice to know that we have 88 minutes uh, of television and we can't fit in the beginning of a Bullet Club entrance. You know, um, shout out to Bay, by the way, who got his, uh, his own Tron and, and back to his old music, which I missed. Um, so, yeah, and then from there, and I don't know if it's just me, if it's my internet connection, it's quite possible. 
was this match in a 1.5 play? Does anyone know what that means? If, if you know what I mean, let, let me know, because it looked like production was trying to speed it up, uh, not to make the match faster, but I've noticed it a few times, either to fit in the time frame or they're just trying to make it look uh, video game. I don't know, um, but let me know. Either way, production, shame on you if you do that. I don't want to see that shit. Um, well, anyways, Bullet Club versus Josh and Ishii. Josh and Ishii, or Ishii picking up the win here. Uh, Josh looking like the world champion. I love that they put this on right before Gaunt for the gold. Let you know uh, still who's relevant for it um, uh, within that title picture. Who's still our world champion. And then now you find out who's all fighting to face that world champion. Love the, the timing there with that. Uh, next up, <laughs> Briscoes are magnetized and they attract belts. Look, if uh, if there's anything close to a Steiner promo, it is uh, Bennett didn't win the grand. No, he just no. My bad. I thought he defaced for it. Someone did. I'm missing someone. Eddie and I thought Eddie and him faced each other. But anyways, you noticed the play as well. All right. Sorry to the audio crowd. We're rumbling back and forth at the chat group here. Um, just trying to figure out a few things. Uh, my bad if Bennett didn't win it. I thought he had. I'm guessing I'm just thinking of uh, X and then he cashed that in maybe. Or he was going for it. All right. uh, either way. He should have. Right. Right. Uh, anyways, if there's anything close to a, a Steiner a Steiner promo, it's a, uh, it's a Briscoe promo. So I always enjoy that. Next up, we get the new Japan plugs, which is good because everyone's trying to cause a riff. What I noticed, by the way, uh, about ratings, I want to tell you that my Nielsen... Uh, end all be all watchers out there. Um, I want you, something I noticed uh, on the inside here. I don't know if it. I don't know why wrestling hasn't caught up. But I was. I received some uh, news that that even Nielsen doesn't really care about the nineteen to forty nine anymore. They moved it up to twenty five and fifty four. Once again, who has the money in this country? It's not. Uh, it's not the nineteen year olds, guys. All right. Anyways. Uh, so then we have Gauntlet for the gold. You had Saban entering one, which. Just, you know, hey, Herbie Herbs, welcome back. Um, it's good to see Saban entering first. I feel like he always should be entering first. Um, it just feels right. Something about it. Uh, this is his fourth. Once again, knowledge being dropped by Tom Hannafan. BG James and him have now tied uh, for four-time gauntlet of the gold entry entries. Entries, eh, whatever. But uh, pretty cool little fact there. Number two is Alex Shelley. I want to make a... I always... We're unbiased here. We're transparent, so I have to correct my mistake from last week. I, I make them often, so keep correcting me. Uh, but Alex Shelley did not have the match uh, that missed Under Siege the night before. It was on Under Siege the night of. Uh, so was that scheduling? Was that just uh, making do? Who knows? Um, but uh, he's with us. He's still there. Pretty cool. Herbie Herbs, the BG James reference, made you happy. Same here. Uh, oh, you didn't know? Yeah. All right. Uh, Next up, uh, Eddie came out, followed by Vincent, Macklin in maroon. So nice little uh, wink to Regal there, I guess. Uh, the, the Regal maroon. Uh, Shark Boy, inflatable raft and all. Uh, <laughs> um, Trey with the dope pants. Raj, my dude Raj, love Raj. Uh, Gujar coming out next. Look, um, people always rag on me for, for being honest about Gujar. It's not that I dislike the guy. I actually like the fact that they're not, once again, if you know me, I, I'm big on breaking stereotypes within wrestling. It's not some woke shit. It's just the fact that how many times has Canadian indie guy, Indian guy played some guy from, uh, you know, uh, Mumbai or something. You know what I mean? Like, 
yes, it's okay to be proud, 100, 100% uh, okay to be proud of your heritage. But when someone's slapping that upon you for that to be the only thing you can be, that just, that's, I get annoyed with that. So I'm, I'm okay with, you know, obviously they brought the kickboxing thing. They're introducing him well as a prospect, as a prospect. He could be the next thing, whatever. I said this guy's tough enough level or right after that. But, you know, I think the nicest way to put it is he's Maven. Uh and for my for my old heads back there, and I guess he's making a reappearance. With Maven, he came out of tough enough. He had all the, the solid work. And of course he's going to have solid work. He was trained, you know, I'm guessing by Johnny Bravo up there. Um, he'll get there. Is it going to be soon? Should it be forced down our throats? No. Um, do, I, do I think he um, has a lot of potential? Yes. But you got to be honest when you say that that this guy is going to be the next X division champion. You, you guys, you, you done lost your minds. You done lost your minds. Um, and don't rag on me for not saying that's true. But the thing with Maven, I think the only difference here is at, at least Maven, um, you know, uh, did he beat Josh and tough enough? He at least beat Josh Matthews. So he's got that going for him. Uh, I love Maven, by the way, shout out to his theme music. Too. Uh, next up was Shira who day by day, man, obviously being a day one I've seen it all with Shira, right? Um, but he's coming to his own. Uh, I love the pairing with him and Raj. I hope that only gets better. The fact him just yelling, he's a lion. Back, just some good shit, man. I love Shira. Um, Morrissey next. Uh, I love how they put out Morrissey. Didn't make him, you know, obviously he wasn't going to win. But they still treated him like the star that he is. EY, obviously our, our eventual winners out next. Swinger, yes, I saw someone as a Hitman 3. Yep. Welcome back, Hitman. Uh, and, and yes, Swinger's entrance and elimination. The fact that I don't know was that a was that a luggage bag that they made into the the Andre the Giant <laughs> bro? Oh man, that had me weak. Uh, had me, anything this guy had me does has me weak. Uh, I love him with his protege. Uh, get my bag, Zicky Dice. Um, and you know, even though Swingers rocking the uh, the Sangriento pants. Uh, the uni, uh, he's, <laughs> I still love him, man. Still love him. All right. Uh, next up, uh, Heath came in here, uh, followed by Rhino, followed by Black Tarus. One thing here, Black Tarus getting eliminated pretty quickly. I think he was in and out before the break even, uh, uh, happened, if I'm not mistaken. But I was nervous about Taurus being uh, going back to AAA or going elsewhere because of how he was written off. But it seems to be a real injury. He's back with the next tapings. Uh, and also, obviously, they needed some hands. He came in. He got eliminated quickly. Didn't get hurt. And uh, added uh, one, of the, <laughs> one of the 20 that we needed to fill the spot. So thank you to Taurus there. Uh, Moose is out next, followed by Swan getting a nice place on the card. And then Cardona is thought to come out. Look, I, I am a sucker for this kind of spot. Pope had done it not too long ago, a few, I guess it's been a few years now, uh, where he came out, his music played, he jumped, he put it on his, uh, his, his chance in the gauntlet for the gold. Ray Wall did the same here. I would have loved if it was his music that played instead. Uh, and I have it written here, but I can't remember if I'm wrong now, so please correct me, I know you guys will, uh, if he went back on commentary after. That's a missing gem right there. If you if you get knocked out, come back out and, and be on commentary. That would have been even uh, better. But I thought this was great. PCO, who's got his own music, is obviously seems to be venturing off uh, from Honor No More, which I think is the right route. Eventually, be for Vincent as well. 
Then we get Sammy entering surprise, not as a uh, as a contestant, but just uh, to cause Moose with uh, you know a match there, looking like we're heading towards Slam Anniversary, Moose and Sammy, which I'm not going to argue with. EY takes the eventual win. A lot of people looking good. Saban, Macklin, and Moose being uh, and Morrissey being the final five with EY. Uh, so what did you guys think? A lot of you thought it was a, a five-star uh, showing. Yeah, I, I think you're right, Io. I want to point that out as well. Great point. Um, this is no, you know, this is to further the Swan and Cardona feud. Yes, Raywall, it caused uh, Swan his opportunity. And uh, therefore, with Cardona, I, I think it's smart booking once again from this company. And uh, I think the best is yet to come with some of these guys. So, Plus, you know, I want to touch on that really quick with Rich. He, you know, he was in a tag team for quite a bit, right? Uh, Willie, they didn't know if he was resigning or maybe they did know he wasn't or they weren't going to retain or whatever the deal was. But to see him unleashed, per se, um, not only, uh, you know, on the mic, but as a, as a, as a unit, as, as a commodity, there is no one when focused and I have a three-year-old and I'm still not caught up. So I'm sure that the, the, you know, giving him in the tag team, still having him on TV, but letting him focus on real life stuff to um, help to the cause. But selfishly, uh, I'm so glad that he's back to that music, to that rich swan, because there is no one when focused in that ring, not saying he isn't, but I mean, when they have him booked into uh, the sweet spot that can touch this dude in that ring. I firmly believe that I can I can watch him wrestle from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, uh, and it would be entertaining the whole way. Uh, so shout out to to Rich, but uh, I'm so glad, bittersweet, but I'm glad that he's on this single focused path, right? All right. So what did you guys think? Let me know. Uh, obviously here, and then of course you guys can hit up the polls. The polls <laughs> uh, don't work. The polls, but eh, go fuck it. Do whatever you want. Uh, but uh, hit us up on the polls after the show on Impact TV at TNIW channel. Um, hit us up and you can vote and tell us what you thought uh, of the previous week of Impact. All right, guys. So now we're in hot topics, hot, hot topics. A um, few things to talk about here. Some interesting pictures on there, right? Uh, a lot to talk about. But uh, the first thing... Yeah, that's that's what I'll that I'll hit up first. I don't know if I put it up there, uh, fade blends. So I apologize, but uh, he wrote this um, basically saying that uh, you know Jay White versus Josh would be the more interesting matchup compared to Ey. Um, in a way, this is part of hot topics, guys. <laughs> um, you know, I get the interesting aspect in the sense of for name value to tell your friends who might not be impact fan, uh, fans um, that Jay white versus Josh is the main event that sells some tickets. I, I understand that I do. Um, one Jay's got other plans that night, so he won't be there at all. But two, it's called Slammiversary. Would it have been, you know, killer if AJ came back and faced him? Of course, of course. But there's no one that represent. You can see in the picture right there, from Showtime, Team Canada, Eric Young, to Super Eric, to Don't Fire Eric or whatever way you want to, you know, the the, the 
the timeline here. Um, the band, back to Crazy Eric, back to ODB Eric, then to World Class Maniac, then gone, come back to VBD. This guy can literally make uh, chicken salad out of chicken shit. And sometimes this dude was given chicken shit. And there's never been a time, no matter if, even myself, who was, you know, not excited about his first world title run, and that has nothing to do with Eric Young, the individual, uh, or the, the wrestler, or his ability. It had all to do with the booking of that. You know, being a fan of his since literally day one of being an impact. Um, and seeing that growth, the story that could have been told, um, if told right for his first championship, that was what I was mad at. Had nothing to do with Eric Young. But if you look back at the history of what this guy can do or has taken and made work, um, th there's no one like him. It, it, and I thought it was fitting that Saban and him were the two last uh, left in that ring at the end of the gauntlet for the gold. You know, I get the fact of, of wanting a little bit something more unpredictable, but did you really think that Josh was going to lose the belt? To Jay White at Slammiversary? No build? No. Slammiversary is. And if you've seen that box thing with Josh, beautifully done, whoever did that, uh, uh, in the uh, in the PR, not PR, Jesus, man. Uh, the production team, uh, the video of him finding the box at TNA, look, um, no, Herbie Herbers, we could talk about the looked-like Danielson thing. There's there's a lot more to that. The parallels of of how Pritchard, or not Pritchard, excuse me, Gabor booked that shit was uh, was atrocious. Um, but but I digress. So you know the predictability aspect, I understand. But if you're not rooting for Josh to lose anyways, you know, look. I don't go to a Batman movie uh, wondering if he's going to die at the end. I, I firmly usually believe that I go to watch it for him to beat the bad guy, right? That's what happens. It's predictable. The end is generally the same. But does that make me shit on it or not want to see it? Fuck no. If the story is told right, it doesn't matter. If the outcome is what I think it'll be. This will not be a conversation. Uh, to, to, to his credit, in, in the comment, he did say that this is still going to be a good match, and so on and so on. I don't, I don't want, I'm not going to say it's going to be a good match. I think if Josh versus Ishii was a 4.5 in the, the make-believe rankings that, uh, that Meltzer puts out there, I think this will be our, fir our first five-star match since the triple threat. At Unbreakable. You guys are sleeping. And I'm not saying you guys and specifically or just whoever. I'm just saying the people that are out there that are criticizing this for any other reason than it wasn't someone we could brag about uh, in the sense of, hey, look at us. Look. That match, <laughs> I, I won't overhype it. But I will say, my, my one of my rules I keep telling everybody especially when it comes to arguing with people online is, um, is oh, I'm trying to read. 
you know Meltzer is going to give us five stars for this. I mean, he gave us 4.5 for Ishii on a, on a under siege special. Under siege special. Am I saying that right? Yeah, I'm saying that right. Uh, I don't know. I could go on a tangent, so I'll, I'll stop. There was there was something I was going to say about uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll do that with a new rules segment. All right, let's get, let's keep moving on here because there's a lot to talk about. I just want to say that, man, look out for this match. It's going to be good. I understand the whatever to it. But when you get, I'll say, a, just to make everyone happy, I'll say a 4.9 star <laughs> matchup. This won't matter. All right, number two up uh, is Tony Khan's comments about the zombie of WCW. Now, right here is where I was going to play a little something that we made. Uh, a little thank you to Tony for uh, copying our After Dark Side of the Ring Claire Lynch uh, show that aired four days before Dynamite. He is one of the 32 that watched that. I, I, if it's been confirmed. <laughs> um, but but Craig and I, shout out to Craig, by the way. Mr. Impact Craig, who's helping me out. We're going to uh, do a little bit of a, a bigger one. You guys look out for that about the true uh, zombie of WCW. But the thing I want to approach was, if you guys aren't familiar, uh, I want you to actually go and watch the clip. Because as much as I joke, Tony, you guys will know if you are if you watch the show avidly. I've always been a defender. The Morrissey stuff happened. The Deanna stuff happened. Before that, I've been a defender. Doesn't mean I like the dude. Doesn't mean I know the dude. Doesn't mean I watch AEW. Consistently, I watch what I need to, to do the show. I just don't have the time. Pro Pro Wrestling. I always say that if you knew the show, Pro Pro Wrestling, I don't take any other way. But... Being a defender in the sense of I can see his side on a lot of the things that people from Impact side tend to complain about. Him saying that we are the zombie of WCW is not wrong. Go watch the video. The internet is wrong. And I get I get why. We want to jump to it. We want to, we want to well, one, we want to jump to defend because we've been shit on for the past <laughs> 10 years, if not longer, as Impact fans. But then the other side is the, the trolls want to jump on it because they take it one way, generally because they weren't around when WCW was there. Okay. WCW ended, TNA was born, and not only did it have literally the whole backstage team for the most part, from Bob Ryder to Keith Mitchell in the truck to Jeff Jarrett to Vince Russo eventually to Jeremy Borash. Okay. Uh, I'm missing a ton of people. But we had the commentators. We had we had Tanae. We had I already said Jeff Jarrett. We eventually got Sting, right? Uh, we had in the main uh, the first gauntlet for the gold. We had Scott Hall. I think Disco might have been there. Oh, there we go. A little break up. Testing one two. There we go. All right. So he's not wrong in that sense as we are them now he said we were when we started okay so if you take it for what it is that is what it is at the same time we have to remember that he this is a man who has his show on tnt and tbs with sting and jericho and shivani and jim ross and arn anderson soon to be rick flair and paul white and regal and Sting and Chavo and Bret Hart appear and DDP appear, Dustin Rhodes, Shaq, Eric Bischoff, Tully Blanchard, shitty stable. So don't take offense to it, guys. Let's just move on. 
right? Uh, hit me up in the chat, make sure I know it's working, having a little technical difficulties. But either way, this will be live on YouTube <laughs> right after, uh, so it'll be a-okay. Um, so, yeah, don't take offense to it. Just move on. I don't take. I say don't take shots, take screenshots, right? Because eventually uh, people are going to have to own up to their, their uh, thinking of Impact Wrestling, and, and they'll be wrong eventually. All right, so the last thing I want to show you guys here, especially because I don't know if... Uh, what is going on here? I know there's a storm of brewing. So that could be it. Um, but I do want to show you guys. And once again, I apologize if, if the internet kicked here. This will be alive at 10 p.m. on YouTube. Uh, thank you to those who have rocked with us. Obviously, it's a little bit of a up and down show. <laughs> up and down show but uh, we love you guys. Thank you guys for thanking us. Uh, thanking for making our last episode top five yet again. Um, Really dig it. Um, really appreciate it. There's other people on this channel killing it. Like tomorrow, go go power rankings. Monday, Bert and Datia. Uh, you get what you just saw in the power rankings. You get a little book ended with a lot of stats and a lot of cool things and little trends and little uh, information there. On Tuesdays, you're going to, uh, well, not this Tuesday, but the following, you're going to get the season finale of uh, LOL Triana. Once again, not uh, relevant, not time sensitive. Uh, go check it out. You can watch it now or 10 years from now, and it's still is stupid. Uh, so check that out. But Steiner Math will debut Tuesday, 4.20 p.m. Not this Tuesday, but the next. Uh, so that will be our season finale. And then, of course, Talking Bloody Nonsense, Mr. Impact Craig, and Cambridge's favorite son, Nixon, uh, every Thursday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. BST, right here on the TNAIW channel. All right. So now here comes the sneak peek of what Max and I have been working on. It is not finished yet completely, um, but welcome to the Impact Zone. All right, so this is what it will look like. Here's what it's going to look like. Uh, it's going to be changed, obviously, myself here, Max there, a little more adding there. But you see the depth charts there for every championship. You guys will be able to put your word in, too. We'll have some voting there, as well as current champions down there. We'll have top 25 free agents here, as well as their ranking and stars and how we got to rate them. Uh, this is just a default one. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, but it'll have the stars ranking and, and what we rank them and base them upon, as we've talked about over and over again uh, when it comes to free agency, what Max and I look, look look for when it comes to the free agents out there and what they can add to Impact Wrestling. So check that out. Keep up with us. Uh, tell us what you think of just the aesthetics alone. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun time. It'll be the end 15 to 20 minutes of the show, so I'll tighten it up the beginning, you know, uh, and save a lot of the free agent talk and depth chart talk, obviously, for the end here. Uh, but it'll be very exciting. Max will be rocking back on the channel, which is awesome. Good to see him coming back. Um, but uh, a lot to be excited. Uh, a lot a lot to be excited about. There we go. I'm tired. I'm in the treehouse. <laughs> it's like 100 degrees in New York right now. I don't know why. Um, but thank you for rocking with us. I know I said it, but I can't say it enough. Thank you to the people in the chat. It seems like it cut off a little bit here, but thank you. Uh, to those who show up live each week to be on that. Thank you for those who go back and watch it again. Thank you for all the shares and retweets and likes and all that stuff, guys. Yeah, we couldn't do this, and I wouldn't do this without you. Um, as I always tell people, new or old, to the show, uh, this is what I do for my mental health. This keeps me uh, working with some really cool people uh, Cool people from IO, uh, who you could check out at TNAW channel, um, 
as well as his own personal Twitter account. Uh, Bert and Detio Mondays, Craig and Nixon every Thursday, Max coming back, Johnny and Lucha every Tuesday. Um, we got a cool fam here, man. Um, we're always welcome to adding. Like I said, if you want to be part of the Power Ranking Committee, hit us up there. <laughs> I'll coming back in clutch. Subscribe, like, all that jazz. Uh, if you want to make a difference on the rankings of the episodes, once again, hit us up on you uh, on Twitter, all that stuff. I'm going to get some rest after I eat a popsicle <laughs> and sit on my stoop. Um, but uh, thank you guys. Always, always, always check in with Impact, 7 p.m. BTI, 8 p.m. Impact on Access TV or 8.30 Impact Insiders. And oh, right there, the part I wanted to make about Tony Khan as well, and it just reminded me I was trying to fix stuff as I was blabbing on. For someone who, you know, we give a lot of shit to or we, we think is, some of you think, is the devil, for lack of better terms. If you saw the clip right there, Kazarian, uh, Kazarian will be uh, with us for this last string or already was with this. So it looks like he might be in a anniversary. Kazarian is a contracted wrestler for AEW. No, Miller of the show didn't end early. There was some kind of uh, thunderstorm coming through, so it disconnected me. But you can recheck this out, what you missed uh, at 10 p.m. right here on YouTube. All right. Uh, so for all we can say, he is allowing, yes, Morrissey had to lose on his show. Yes, Deanna had to lose on his show. Um, but we're getting Kazarian. Who else do we get? There's rumors that Angle and Joe might be coming for a TNA versus Impact show. So let's play nice. Let's stay in our lanes. Be pro pro wrestling. Uh, shout out and love to everyone that communicates with us and, and keeps this impact brand going. We will see you, well, we'll see you next week, um, but uh, we'll also see you in Philly. Anyone who's going to the Philly tapings in Swanson, Britner, September 25th, I believe. It's the last stop before Bound for Glory. Hit us up. We'll all sit in the same section. Let's go, guys. All right. Uh, thank you for coming out. God bless and good night. See you next time. Bye, guys.